Introduce yourself, Dad. Who are you placing and why? Well, I'm I'm uh, Vern Anderson, and I'm 66 years old, and I work in Alaska as a tugboat captain for Channel Construction. And I'm replacing Rebecca Bigley, our distant cousin, because uh, she passed away at the age of 88, oh, back in around 1993. How did you communicate with Rebecca at the time? Well, she called me on the phone a lot, and especially when that cult thing happened you know she's kind of upset about it in fact she called most of the family to bring them up to speed on what was going on it upset her a bit did you know what caused rebecca to settle in antelope well she used to live let's see i think it was portland but uh, i'm not so sure because that gee that's been a long time ago uh, but all I know is that she used to live in a big city in Oregon, and she got tired of living in that city, uh, the noise and the traffic and everything, and she just wanted to settle down a little bit more. So she she wanted to spend her final years oh, relaxing and being at ease with no big city commotion and stuff. She was, she was around her late 70s there, I think, when she settled there permanently in Antelope. Was Antelope similar to Big Fork? Well, in some ways, yeah. yeah she told me, uh, well, let's see, what what she told me that there, hold on now, so long ago, I need to remember a few things. Uh, well, yeah, in Antelope, she said everyone knew each other pretty well, and it was a tight community, so it was kind of like Big Fork, yeah. And uh, She didn't exactly live in Antelope, but her, 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 place there it was kind of like a cottage there it was like 10 minutes away from it there she went to antelope oh to go to church and uh talk with her friend girlfriends there she made a friends when she got there she was that type of personality um anyway she wanted to talk with them and stuff and go to church so that's when she'd go into antelope and population was small it only had oh, something like 50 residents or so you know what her life like was in Antelope? Well, every Sunday, um, like I said, she went to church to have some sort of social life. and She often said that Antelope was too quiet. And there wasn't much to do there. So it only had like one or two appliance buildings, you know, for sale and a gas station. It was a pretty small town. She often spent her weekdays uh, reading out on the porch and and uh, sometimes she crocheted. Was she there when the Bhagwan incident occurred? Yeah, but uh, only for the first part of it there because she got kind of fed up with the situation there. So only about the first half of it. How did she think and feel about the Rajanishis? Oh, geez. <laughs> I kind of think way back there. They're kind of difficult questions to answer there because so long ago, uh, kind of don't really remember what she told me you know I was in uh, all my early 30s at the time uh, hold on give me some time to remember okay that I don't even remember to hardly pronounce their names there remember them there was a Rajanishis or whatever Bhagwan's uh, followers or something that it was a kind of like a cult right yeah Okay, from what I remember when I was on the phone with her, she she mentioned some people, oh, they bought a ranch 
for for quite a bit of money there. I think it's something like five million or something there. I forgot the name of it. What what was the name of that? Do you know? Uh, it was called the Muddy Range. I don't remember it being called a muddy well, muddy ranch anyway. There much about it there. Uh, at first, she was surprised that someone had enough that much money to buy the place. You know, it's kind of out of the way, and uh, it's quite a bit of money to pay for something that was so remote and out of the way. And uh, she she said she was willing to accept them, and you know, as locals there and the, the community there, but her. She kind of changed her thoughts there when the truck after truckload uh, came with the housing materials. Uh, and, you know, instead of something to build a ranch with, it was more like building materials for houses and stuff. Uh, it wasn't materials needed to make a ranch. So she kind of got kind of got curious there. Uh, they, they said they were going to be ranchers, but they ended up being a religious cult. They were, they were like in a vase of weed there that just moved in and just started taking over. They just started taking over there for a small period of time. So when the takeover of Antelope happened, the locals started to vote and stuff. Did Rebecca vote? Yeah, her friends wanted her to vote. You know, she's kind of new to the community yet. There, they kind of her friends there, girlfriends and stuff, and in the church too. They persuaded her to vote there because. Uh, Oh, it, it was going either one way or the other. It was going to be like a nice little laid back town the way it always was, or that cult was going to, you know, start taking over and they, they didn't want that. They wanted as many votes as they could to kind of quell that. And, uh, anyway, what happened, the cult won the, the voting and, uh, they had a hotel in Portland and it got bombed about three times or so. It just, this started, you know, just got suspicious of their activity there. It just wasn't really on the level. And then uh, after that, uh, she left Oregon because she kind of sensed that the feud between the locals and the cult there was going to get out of hand and get get worse and worse. So she, she decided to move uh, to Alaska to West with the rest of the family there. Did she sell her house and property? No, no, she kept it uh, so that the family would have something to hold on to. And hopefully she was thinking down the line there that the situation would change there. You know, it wouldn't be so volatile or whatever you want to call it. So now I'm going to be starting to talk about you. So do you know what the, do you believe in what the Rajanishis believed in? Well, yeah, to some sort of a degree, yeah. You know, because uh, well, it was supposed to be a spiritual type of uh Old practices that they were going through and uh, just the one thing I did have in common with them was that they believed in a higher spiritual being you know uh, yeah I, to some degree but it, it looked to me like they were getting too political and they were you know from what I heard from Rebecca there that they were trying to take over more and more and just own the own the country and not the country but own the own the land and around there and just kind of bend everyone else to their will you know it seemed like they were low profile they were getting you know just too aggressive in politics and stuff you know like having oh uh, holding you know voting and getting in positions there and stuff instead of just being a nice little laid-back spiritual cult well I kind of ran out of questions so Thanks for giving me your time to do this. And 
No, okay. well, you're welcome, Andreas, but, uh, you know, it was quite a while ago, and I'm just kind of surprised I remembered that much. <laughs> you know, it's been a long time since yeah, I talked yeah. to her.